No. Yeah. It's just you want to be your dad when you're young. You kind of, it's someone to aspire to. It's someone definitely to like look up to and stuff. It's your role model, right? It's your role model, yeah. It's your impressionable mm. male authority figure, yeah. you know, who runs the show. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is like looking at me going, but I know your wife. <laughs> yeah, she went, yeah. That's actually not what I was thinking. I thought you were going to make a remark about me adjusting the microphone. I was kind of waiting for that. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. That's good then. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose um, male role models, are they? They seem to be dying out as the world kind of wants us to forget about masculinity. But we need masculine and feminine. Like that's the driver of everything. I mean, yin and yang yeah. being the simplest of the of the two. Yeah. Like we need that juxtaposition of of the two. And then it, it's almost like society forgot about the middle bit. Mm. Like everyone's so like left or right. Like no one, like the whole notion of like sitting on the fence. Mm-hmm. But like it's actually, there are times when being on the fence is the best bit. Yeah. Like you don't need to make a decision. There are some... So I guess some problems in in the world that we we don't need people in a camp. We don't need people on like this side or this side. Mm. It's just this is what the issue is and everyone needs to deal with it because it affects all of us. And this whole like masculine feminine thing is definitely one. I think it's fantastic that society is kind of saying to people, you can go explore mm. with what your perception of reality is, um, which is great. Thanks. Yeah, but then I... I've heard rumours that they're considering like a third gender category in the Olympics. A third gender category? Mm. Being? For, oh, I guess for people that were one gender and have now transitioned to being another gender. So the the best example would be that New Zealand weightlifter that was a guy, he's now a girl, yeah. and then he competed. Um, yeah. And he smashed it. Smashed it. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because the Olympics have recognized that this is obviously now going to be the thing going forward, they're now considering like, so you'll have male, female athletes, and then you'll have like an entirely yeah. subsection for, I guess, men that are now women and women that I are now men. Say, surely you'd need like four categories. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're going to, they're going to kind of like put them not to the side because they'll probably still compete at the same time. Yeah. Because. I guess healthy competition and stuff. I didn't really read the article that in depth and it will never go in into that depth of this, how we're going to do it for these sports. Like it's still early doors. Mm. Um, I mean, I quite like um, Jordan Peterson's idea on it. Like it's a chromosome thing. mm. So if if you demonstrate, if you know, if you present with X, Y, these are the, the, like you'll be competing. Yeah. Or if you're AXX, then yeah. Regardless of the outward appearance. Yeah. 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 But then I guess you're 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 on a you're not on the fence there. You're in a camp and you're in the camp of there are only men and women. But biologically there are only men and women. So like I'm in the same camp with you. Yeah. But could you just imagine the outrage of the people in the other camp being like, ah, oh, but there's more to it than that? Well, there probably is meant like emotionally mm. and mentally, there is probably a lot more to it mm. without a doubt. But we're talking like <clears throat> Like function. Exactly. We're talking from a, a physicality, functional perspective. Mm. Yeah. So Testosterone's effect on <clears throat> muscle and its ability to contract. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Yeah. I, I, I was briefly watching a, a little YouTube thing yesterday. Um, 
and it was a some some chap. He's clearly a famous YouTuber. I have no idea who he is. Um, and he was going around the Arnold Classic, mm. with, like the you know the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's literally just going up to people, and going, "I'm approaching as many people as I can. One question: Are you natural or not?" Yeah. <clears throat> and what he was, what was interesting, you know, they kind of you know sequenced it all down, so yeah. people are, you, you're getting a snapshot view of someone, yeah. and they're going, "Yes, no," you know. A lot of people were like, no, I'm not natural. Mm. Clearly. Mm. You, you know, it's like, no, no, no. Mm. A few people, you kind of look at it and you go, I, I'd say you definitely aren't natural, but you've just yeah. said you are. Yeah, but they might be natural at that point. So two years ago, they might have been training unnaturally. Yeah. Yeah. And now they've transitioned off. So they are natural now. Yeah. But they're still reaping the, the benefits of the unnatural like yeah. section. Yeah. So you'd kind of have to be like, have you always been natural? Or mm. have you always been unnatural? It's it's the phrasing of the question phrasing that will give you the answer. Yeah. Still a great question. Yeah. You know, so from a, in order to be, probably in order to be a, a truly competitive bodybuilder, chances are you will have had to have used some sort of uh, enhancing drug. Yeah. Pets, phys- physical yeah. enhancing drugs or something. Something like that, yeah. But then there's two categories for competition. So yeah. there's there's tested and untested. Yeah. And the untested competitions earn more prize money because mm-hmm. people want to see freaks. Mm. I want to see a freak. Like, I know what a good body looks like. I can just go look at, like, a normal athlete. Yeah. So someone that plays, like, a normal sport. Yeah. Not all of them, but most of them. Yeah. Pretty good shape. I want to see a freak. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Usain Bolt run it in seven seconds. Four. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him race a Tesla. Yeah. And win. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, maybe they should have untested Olympics. Yeah. Two. I guess the, the problem is, is if you end up with people dying and stuff because of, yeah. because of any potential abuse. But then athletes just drop dead all the time. Yeah. So what's the difference? Yeah. Because like the amount of like healthy people that just drop dead during a competition and... Mm. Like, no one seems that phased by it because it's just what happens. Yeah, it can happen, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Hopefully, neither one of us is going to drop dead during this podcast. Hopefully not. Could get some good viewing hits. Yeah, you could. That's <laughs> clickbait written all over it. <laughs> yeah. Did you die? <laughs> not now. Oh. How are you, Chris? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Are we live? We are. We, we've been live for six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just talking about bodybuilding competitions and stuff sweet yeah I'm good thank you um, yeah I seem to be finding it hard to motivate myself to exercise again so I'm in like a bit of a rut a bit of a rut which is fine you, which is, is it part of it because obviously as a keen cyclist mm. I imagine the weather at the moment is not necessarily <laughs> conducive to I want to go for ride my bike like the daylight hours are shortening yeah yeah you know it yeah. makes it dangerous on the roads yeah you know because motor uh, vehicles, vehicles yeah. ignore cyclists or at least if they're not ignoring they're trying to kill them yeah everyone seems to be in a rush again yeah. um, which is not making it fun I also I seem to be struggling not struggling with temperature regulation but I've definitely noticed the, the outside temperature more on right. like body than yeah. say before so okay. obviously body fat percentages at a point where now my body's literally like I'm feeling everything. Oh, you're so lean. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, I mean, some people would be like, yeah, that's amazing. But at the same time, I'm like, I actually want to put some body fat back on Don't for like, like winter. A reserve. Kind of thing, yeah. Um, Are so you I, doing any cold exposure? 
Yeah, every day when I walk outside. No. Have you lived in England? You know what I mean. No. Um, uh, not willingly. So I'm not like, I'm not planning my cold showers or anything like that. Right. Um, the other morning I had a cold shower because there was no hot water. Um, <laughs> but I was already in the shower at that point and I was like, I'm committed at this point. Yes. I might as well just suck it up and have a cold shower. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm not planning any cold exposure because of how I seem to be reacting to just outside temperature. Right. So a little part of me is like, I might react bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're obviously giving me the look of like, go outside and get cold. Uh, not, necess- not necessarily outside, because obviously you've got like wind chill factor and all those kind mm. of things. I, I would I would up your cold water exposure. Okay. Like for three, four days. Okay, cool. And like just hammer it. Yeah. A little part of me wishes I had like a large enough... Um, like almost like a Ziploc bag so I could cold water exposure in the pond without smelling like pond water because <laughs> it's such a large body of water yeah. that's so cold. That cold yeah so like that's a perfect place to go cold just, exposure just for clarity that's not pond that's <laughs> it's way too big it's not affected by tidal um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you, you stink like pond for a couple of days yeah. so yes I just don't really want to waste the water, like filling up a bath and then mm. draining it off when I've mm-hmm. after one use and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the whole storing of cold yeah. water is a, is the problem. It's a problem. Mm. Cold shower. Yeah. Does the shower go cold? Cold. Yeah, 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 yeah it does. <laughs> but then after a proper cold water experience, the cold shower is like, nah, yeah, nothing easy. <laughs> no, well, yeah, it is easy. It's a hell of a lot easier than it was before the cold water experience. But also, you're like, it's not even going to get close. No. Not going to get close to how cold that actually felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll up my cold. Yeah. Cold just see, see if it helps. Okay. I always think it does. Mm. Just forces that body into that mm. sort of system of thermoregulation. Yeah. They're like, oh, I know now what to do when I'm cold. Yeah. I eat. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I seem to have linked um, periods of coldness with not enough nutrition. Yeah. Okay. Could be. Yeah. As well, yeah. So maybe I've I've taken the eating like to a point where it's maybe not healthy. Mm. I'm still eating. I just I've cut down on my portion sizes. Right. And maybe I've just gone a little bit too far. I need to just up it again. Yep. But again, if I get cold, I just have a bit of a snack, and then so. half an hour later, I'm like all good. Yeah. Okay. It's a bit mm, bit of a blood sugar. Yeah. I'm obviously not eating consistently and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm working on it. A few things to play about with. Yeah. But it constant, so whatever worked two months ago, it doesn't guarantee it's going to continue working. So it's, nope. it's that constant evolution game. And I'm obviously just in the next phase mm. of like figuring out my body and what it wants to do and everything. So it's all part of the fun. Nice. Just unfortunately come into the seasonal change as well. So as we move into winter, it's that whole thing of like, ah, oh, my temperature regulation isn't fantastic. And now we're going into the cold season. Yeah, I, I had to laugh yesterday because I got out of the car. Uh, I was heading home for lunch. Got out of the car, shorts, t-shirt, mm. uh, and a woman's walking down the street towards me, jacket, mm. woolly hat. Mm. I'm thinking, it, it's not cold. Like, hang on. Mm-hmm. It's not cold yet. Mm. I'm not sure we're below 10 degrees. The wind's been cold, though. It's been an icy wind for the yeah, past bit. couple of days. Mm. Yeah. She's obviously looked at me going, <laughs> stranger. You do get some really weird looks if you rock the shorts past August. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> But it's not that cold. It never gets that cold in this country. We're not talking like minus 10, minus no, 15. No, no. That's when you'd really have to start worrying about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not very often it gets yeah. proper proper cold. Yeah, maybe if we lived a bit further north it would. But where we are down in the oh, south, we're protected. Great. It's a little bubble. Yeah, yeah, great. London's yeah blocking all the cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We get nothing. Mm-hmm. So, um, I wanted to touch upon happiness. Today. Oh, is this why you're asking how I am? <laughs> no. <laughs> what about happiness? Are we? trying to identify it or are we trying to seek it um well i think i think seeking would be okay. intelligent yeah especially at the moment i think Ooh. uh I, I was kind of thinking you know can people be happy if they are being inundated with the news radio broadcast news every 20 minutes or whatever it is mm-hmm. your twitter feed mm-hmm. you, do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like there's a lot of mm-hmm. potential for, well, fuck me, this is shit. Mm. So, and happiness is really important from a health perspective, mm. right? You know, mental health mm. especially, mm-hmm. but just generally, like, if you're wandering around thinking the world's about to implode, mm-hmm. there's nothing I can do about it because mm. there isn't, mm. you know, um, apart from complying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like perhaps if you're missing happiness, mm. you need to start to strategize a way to find some happiness. Yeah. And even small amounts of happiness each and every day. Yeah. Like always. It's the little things that add up. Always. It, whatever you're talking about, whether it be happiness or money or whatever, um, it's the little things, the little steps that add up. Mm. And everyone says that. Be consistent. Mm. So I think the, the search for happiness. It's important. It's a daily thing. It's a a recognizing that there is good kind of thing. But it's hard, especially when you're in like a rut. If you're in like a mental rut of like kind of depression, kind of like the world is crap. Um, I guess the way I deal with it is you just kind of make that um, decision of like, yeah, the world's crap. I'm good. Like you kind of look inwards and you're like, but how am I? Yeah. Because I know I can't affect the world yeah. or I have no power over yeah. if the world's going to implode or something, but I have power over me. Mm-hmm. So am I eating well enough? How's my sleep? Am I moving? Mm-hmm. Am I being creative? Mm-hmm. Um, am I doing like a hobby or am I just stuck in the same process day in, day out? Wake up, eat, work, whatever comes after work, go to bed. Yeah. It's like just break the cycle. So you can still consume all that stuff that's coming at you whether it be news twitter whatever you can still have it yep make a conscious decision not to let it affect you so like read it read the head title realize that they're a business trying to make money might be a clickbait title Mm. so if an article really affects you go research it go go find a couple other sources Mm -hmm. and just go see their their spin on it because it could be that that one particular news outlet might have a particular spin yep. and then you read it like three other places and you're like, Oh, but they're all kind of saying something similar. That's completely different to this one article. Yep. And then you just draw the dots of like, okay, cool. What side of the journalism fence were these people stood on? Mm. Cause there's always a side. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know, just little things of like, just forget the world, just pick up a pad and a pen and just doodle for 10 minutes. Yeah. Just forget the world and just yeah. create. Yeah. And then you can go back to the world. Yep. That's kind of what I do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, there's there's so many little uh, strategies that you could certainly mm-hmm. uh, implement. Mm-hmm. I was listening uh, to a really good podcast 
and this this chap decided to name his internal like thoughts. <gasps> so he gave like the the commentary, the running commentary yeah, yeah. in his brain, he gave it a name. Mm. So that at times he could go, Listen, Dave. Shut up. Leave me a like mm. we can talk about this tonight. Right now, fuck off. That's amazing. And he said it, it was really it was so empowering for him as soon mm. as he gave it a name. Mm. Um it, it, yeah, it just worked for him because then mm. he could just tell it stuff leave me alone that's a bad idea mm. stop trying to pull me down mm. you're not being my friend right now mm. like let's talk about this like you, you know that's amazing really I interesting love that. that's really good yeah really really mm. interesting um and i read a book oh it's gonna annoy me i can't think of the title i read a book that was kind of it, insinuating the same idea mm. but not so much that you name it but you actually just recognize it mm. for something that you can control mm. and actually if it was a true person like just literally following you around mm. all the time with that kind of commentary you'd be like do me a favor yeah leave me alone for a minute mm. <laughs> yeah or you just constantly lock yourself in the bathroom or something yeah, just yeah. to get away yeah just get away uh, and it it was yeah it was really that that was a really interesting concept or idea and then this other idea that um, of where happiness lies in terms of a time frame. Okay. And so uh, where does guilt lie? Forever. But it's... it's in uh, the, yeah, in the past. It's yeah. in the past, yeah. right? And anxiety is often in the future. future. Yeah. Whereas happiness just lies right now. Mm-hmm. So, and again, an interesting podcast because it was like, if you're actually listening to what I'm saying right now, mm. so you're connected, you're conscious to the words that are being said, you're fine. Mm. So you can be mm. happy right now. Okay. But your brain can wander off and all mm. of a sudden think about something you regretted and now you feel like shit. Yeah. Or you can be anxious that you might lose your job in a week. Yeah. But that's not right now. So mm. if you can kind of take moments mm. of being very present, I, mm. you know, to... Yeah. Use that kind of word. Yeah. Even if it's listening to something or whatever. Mm. Yeah. I I was, that was quite powerful as well. Mm. I've decided um, in the morning, I'm going to give myself that hour of not not accessing my phone. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So the very first, Mm. like no no news, no, no external forces coming into your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for the hour, nice, nothing, no, Mm. no, Tech, tech. Yeah. No tech coming in. Nice. Okay. That's cool. So, you know, I'll still get up and crack on, mm. but I just won't entertain the devices. Yeah. I'm going to see how that goes. Nice. Like, Have you started? Yeah, started this morning. Okay, cool. It, it was a conscious decision yesterday. Nice. Why? Because you were sat on your phone a little bit too much? No, no. Just, again, I was listening to something yeah. And, yeah, it, yeah. and it just, it resonated. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, yeah, that's gotta try. worth a yeah. try. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this idea of happiness and, and, Again, with uh, the constant bombardment from mm. a media perspective, yeah. it's like, yeah, choose your media. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I follow news sources on Instagram that are purely for good news. Yeah. Because I know that mainstream media is genuinely bad news. Can you can you uh, give a recommendation? Um, yeah, I think the account is called The Good News Movement. Nice. Like it's genuinely like this entire community of just Perfect. sharing good news. And it, it, it is, it's amazing. If you get like your thread just... Or your feeds. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, every now cultivate and then. that guy. Yeah, cultivate you, it. You have to. You have to 
every couple of months just be like, am I following people who are making my life better? Yeah, or making me laugh or making yeah, me yeah, smile. Yeah. Cool little comedy yeah. sketch or, uh, you know, I, I like creating playlists, you know, for music. Yeah. Where you, every now and again, you just throw something in that's either ridiculous or just funny. Like you find it funny, mm-hmm. whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. So the actual account that I follow is goodnews underscore movement. Nice. Um, it's great. It's got 3 million followers. Uh, it's done 3,514 posts. And if you can't find some happiness in one of those 3,514 yeah. posts, we might have to have a cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the, the strange thing about happiness is I guess everyone tries to make it like other emotions, but it's unlike a lot of the other emotions. So a bit like guilt that seems to have this incredible, for some people, this power over you over time. Mm-hmm. So even if you did something like 10 years ago and you still kind of feel a bit guilty about it, just someone bringing it up has this ability to like crush you. Yeah. And that, that power seems to last for a long time. And I wonder if people are doing a similar thing with happiness where they're like, if I'm happy, I would be happy for as long as I feel guilty. Mm. But it's almost like happiness is like this fleeting thing that like comes and goes so quickly that you have to get really good at catching it to be like, that was a good moment. And like, then you just have to let that little moment kind of trickle, like trickle feed you happiness for as long as it can, but it will go away. Mm. Happiness just, it will go away. I think human minds are pre-wired to look at the negative or plan for the negative. Well, it's it's a survival mechanism, isn't Mm. it? You know, so if if I know as I creep through the jungle Mm. that, you know, seeing a certain plant indicates that there's going to be a certain poisonous frog, then I know to... Mm. Like my, I'm going to remember that. Mm-hmm. So it's protective mechanism. Yeah. It's just not many of us are in that environment anymore. No. But that's how your memory works anyway. Your memory's there to remind you. So you, uh, this is quite, memory's quite complicated. But I think on the kind of sca- the the outer shell of it, the stuff that you can recall from a memory perspective, if mm. it's not a good memory, mm. it's because you need to learn that lesson. So it's a, it's a, it's a reminding thing of like, don't make that mistake again because it hurt you in one way or another. And that's why we remember, we remember to not make the same mistake twice. There is also that, that idea that, that sort of, um, I'll use the word philosophy that we don't remember events. Mm. We remember remembering events. Yes. So actually the event isn't truly as we think we see it. Did that make sense? I think it did. But then they've also proven that human memory is um terrible yeah so if they like all of a sudden you go do jury duty or like you're on on trial or whatever and it's like oh what color shirt was he wearing yeah. orange <laughs> the video clearly shows blue yeah and you're like no nah, he was wearing orange yeah, yeah, yeah. like human memory is so hit and miss but again it's just there to help us remember the bad things so we don't fuck up again mm. yeah mind blowing mind blown yeah I find a lot of happiness in food. <laughs> so the food doesn't make me happy, but the moment, because I'm, I guess when I eat, the food is the thing. Yeah. So even if I'm eating in front of the TV, I don't really care what's going on in the TV because I'm eating. So it'll be that whole thing of like, mm, this tastes good. And it's that moment of like, mm, goodness. Yeah. And then I'm on to the next thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, so... Uh, th- I think that's an interesting one because a lot of people would at first totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like they get a lot of pleasure from food. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know where I'm going yep. because a lot of people also then gain a lot of guilt yes. from said food. Yeah, yeah. Um, I found a way to get rid of the guilt. Oh, go on. Well, I just stopped en- feeling guilty about it. Enlighten people. So I stopped eating to a program. I stopped following diets. I stopped following eating plans and I just ate whatever I felt like at the time to when I was full. So if that's half a burger, that's half a burger. If that's the whole burger, that's the whole burger. Yeah. But it's the whole thing of like, I am nourishing myself. Okay. So therefore I need to be in the moment while I'm eating yep. and just find some, find some happiness in that, in that moment and yeah. being like, this is really tasty. Yeah. I don't need to worry about like the 20 tweets that just came in. I don't need yeah, to worry yeah. about that. I, I can deal with that in the future. Yeah. Right now I'm just eating yeah. as I, I never feel guilty for eating. Amazing. Um, I don't think I ever did though. Okay. I don't think I ever, I used to use food as a coping mechanism though. So it'd be that whole thing of like having a bit of a bad day, have some chocolate, feel better. And the dopamine link to the chocolate was bad. So I guess I broke that and I was just like, yeah, cool. Food's food's food. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. If you can, if you can Mm. uh, release the burden of guilt. Yeah. Great. You're, you're well ahead of yourself, which is cool. Um, I I think sometimes it, the other way to do it is as a as an adult, you kind of go, I really want this burger or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what the consequences mm-hmm. will be tomorrow or mm-hmm. the day after. Like mm-hmm. my bowels are going to be upset or yep. whatever. Yep. And actually just be really happy with that mm-hmm. so that you can mm-hmm. enjoy whatever you're consuming yeah. at that moment. Because yeah. those consequences are going to come in the future. So yeah. stop worrying about them. Stop like putting the anxiety of yourself of like, oh, but if I eat this, like I'm... I'm not going to be able to move for three days. Just be like, cool. Well, you're going to deal with that in three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just plan your life around that. Yeah. Enjoy this now. Yeah, enjoy it now. Plan for the future. You know what's going to happen. Because yeah. once if it doesn't, once if this, for whatever happens, like, because the universe is crazy and like humans are super weird. What happens if like you eat a food that you know will mess you up <laughs> and then you eat it and it doesn't mess you up and you're like, but I plan to be in bed on day three and like, I'm good. <laughs> it's like, that could happen. It could could yeah the body's weird <laughs> yeah body's super weird so mm. as much as we can predict the body mm. at the same time it can just completely curveball us <laughs> yeah i think it's amazing people who are kind of like lactose intolerant mm-hmm. and they willingly eat cheese <laughs> i know a couple of people who do oh, it oh yeah yeah and you're like wow like fair play to you because you obviously you like that cheese so much that you're you're prepared for the yeah well, you, can, you can you can get supplements these days, which you can help yeah, you mitigate can. the uh, you know response. Mm. Yeah. Can you call it a supplement? Like, would we have to kind of give it a different term? Because, I mean, arguably, no. they are supplementing something into the body that they don't have, which they need. So yeah. it's the true form of supplementation. Yeah, but it's erring towards medicine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Not that I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just like sure. we almost have to. It has a different classification yeah, yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. It probably should. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. But yeah, luckily. But then if you just have to look at like human genetics to understand that we humans shouldn't really be drinking milk past the age of seven. Not really. It's that simple. So it's like you are kind of going against nature in your consumption of milk. Mm. But where am I going to get my calcium from? <laughs> you don't even get that much from milk. <laughs> you get more from dietary fats. What? Yeah, I said it. You can eat fat. It's it's good for you. <laughs> but you do, you get you get like so many vitamins through dietary fat. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Tough one. Tough one. 
there's not even that much calcium in milk. No, there isn't. My God. Great selling point, though. Great. Oh, that, yeah. That Good market. marketing. Good marketing, because a company had a product that yeah. they needed to sell. Yeah. It's that simple. Like, you don't need milk. Like, when was the last time you saw a marketing campaign for an apple? Um, yeah, not very yeah. often. Yeah, or like your steak. But I see advertising campaigns for pretty much everything else. Like, yeah, you kind of, when was the last time you saw an advertising campaign for something in the first three aisles of a supermarket? Probably not. Name a famous brand of tomato. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like, I think the only famous brand of apples that most people could name are like Golden Delicious or like Pink Lady or something like that, like such household names. Mm. But yeah, name me a variety of a tomato. Yeah, yeah I have no idea. Yeah. Big, small. <laughs> <laughs> big small squashed yeah yeah but I, I, it's such a shame isn't it as well because our food variety has been shrunk so much mm. like apples mm. there used to be oh. hundreds yeah, yeah. Of varieties. Oh, i remember those days you'd walk in and see like different shades of red and like yeah. the yellow ones yeah. and the green ones yeah. and now you get like three yeah yeah it's it's terrible yeah but then we should also be eating seasonally we should yeah, this whole like global supply chain is phenomenal, but it does. Yeah, are we doing negative things to our body by eating food that we shouldn't be eating at that time? We're probably not doing it as much favor yeah. as we could. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. You know, so again, trying to look on the bright side of life. Right? Yeah. So if all the shipping containers stop shipping, mm. planes stop flying, and mm. oh, guess what? You're going to have to grow stuff locally and. Mm damn, we're going to have to just have seasonal veg again. Mm. But then imagine how excited you would get for the seasons. Like I love winter in this country um, because in the pure depths of darkness, not that it gets that dark and horrible here, um, we're like quite close to the equator actually, but in that you get lychees. So obviously they're not coming from this country, but for yeah, that's kind of like what I looked forward to in winter. Yeah. Because I know lychees are not coming. Not Brussels sprouts. All right. I like Brussels sprouts, <laughs> yeah. but lychees are like their yeah. game changer. Best fruit in the world. Maybe. We need to have a fruit off. I really like watermelon as well. <laughs> lychees and watermelon, like I'm good. Yeah. And a mulberry. It's a South African thing. It's so posh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. No, it's, it's a South African fruit. It's like a blackberry, but they genuinely grow, grow like twice the size. Oh, wow. And they have a much, much sweeter flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, but they only, I only know that they grow in South Africa. Mm. Yeah, we used to have a mulberry tree in the, in the garden. It was amazing. It's good. Yeah. We definitely need more, more food variety. Yeah. Given to us. Yeah, we do. Uh, but then just even like the having to make the choices that you can from even the selection that we have now is becoming difficult because a fruit that has a colorful inside is better than a fruit that has like a, mm-hmm. a colorful skin. Mm-hmm. So like apples in the scale of things are not actually that good. Right. Go for like an apricot or nectarine or yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Same goes for Kiwi. kiwis. Yeah, yeah. Anything like that colorful inside. That's, that's what you want. Yeah. So like even, even if you had more options, you'd still have a limited selection. Mm-hmm. So like even if they gave you more apples, you'd still only have like two that you would probably go to. <laughs> I love the I love choice though. I like to be able to be like, oh cool, out of these ten, 
yes, I always go for that one, but at least I've got the option of these 10. Ah, that's such an interesting... Huh. But then if you shop at a like a farmer's market, you're okay with the fact that they've only got five veg. Yep. So weird. Like when you're in a supermarket, you're like, I want selection. I want options. Yep. And then when you go somewhere like a farmer's market, you're like, I'm fine with the fact you only have four things. Yeah. Let's see um, Jeremy Clarkson's farm show mm. on uh, Amazon. Yep. They're like, it's getting some amazing reviews. Mm. And they're saying it's done more for farming. Mm-hmm than 30 years of country so country what's the show on bbc country farm country farm yeah yeah like, yeah yeah, like, yeah in his short time he's yeah eight episodes mm-hmm. he highlighted more of the issues that farmers face day in and day out yep. than they ever did genius mm. yeah absolutely it was a good show it was a great show. i hope they do season two like i really hope he produces a profitable farm mm. Because there's so much of his farm that he's doing not just for himself. So mm-hmm. obviously he's got fields of wildflowers and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's getting paid for it by the government, but he's still doing it because yeah. he can. So yeah, more power to him. Absolutely. Also, he's an absolute nutter. And like, I hope he does something ridiculous with his Lamborghini tractor <laughs> because it's massive and like he kind of has to get rid of it. Yeah. But like, I hope he, it goes out in like a ball of fire kind of thing. <laughs> Not with him in it, like no one getting hurt. But you know what I mean? Like they're a bit like, fuck it, let's just blow it up. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Bit of tuning in the shed. That kind of thing, yeah. Like yeah. turn it into a racing tractor or something. Yeah. Like, why not? Why not? <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, dear. Cool. Coffee? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, let's go get one. <laughs>